Hello, moms. This is Holly McLean, the Mommy Answer Lady, and today we're going to talk about the confusion you might be feeling when listening to conflicting parenting advice. And I want to make it really easy for you to recognize parenting advice that isn't something to take and apply by giving you specifically seven things to look for. Well, it's been a while since I did podcasts, mostly because I've been working for the last couple of years on my YouTube Rumble Twitter videos, hoping to help more moms. But I do recognize busy moms need audio resources most of all, so I want to get back to adding to the podcasts again. There are several of you who have told me different pieces of parenting advice that you've gotten and have asked what I think about it. And I thought it'd be really good if there were some clear guidelines to help you discern. It can certainly be really confusing, so I hope this episode helps clear up some of those things. So I'm going to go through seven different things that you want to look for when you hear parenting advice to kind of give you a clue about maybe that's not something you want to do um, when you hear these things. So the first one I wanted to bring up is if that advice puts the child in charge. So when a child is misbehaving, Rewarding their behavior for choices is not the way to teach them to behave. All the choices should be completely taken away when they're behaving badly. So if a parenting expert says to give them choices to put them in charge of the outcome of their bad behavior, that is not good advice. You want to always remember that if you're rewarding the child for the behavior, the behavior is going to be repeated and giving them choices and making them feel good like they have now they have some power when they've been misbehaving. That's just not the thing to do. So choices should only be given when children are behaving well. And so the next one is using the word distract. The best path to fixing any problem, whether it be with children or anything at work or with your spouse or anything, is by directly addressing the problem. So if the word distract is used, generally this is bad parenting advice. Usually when you hear that word, the advice is telling the parent to avoid the problem rather than to address it to direct the child's mind away from what's going on or what they're doing. And that's directing the child's mind away from the opportunity to learn good behavior through addressing the bad behavior. So that's not a good idea. That doesn't train the child to behave. It just distracts them from doing the wrong thing. So the next time when they're back in that mode of doing that wrong thing, they'll just do it again. They haven't learned not to. So distracting is not good parenting advice. So the third one is they suggest bad behavior is normal. So when a child's misbehaving, it isn't okay. And by using the word, this is normal to describe it, the advisor is many times just belittling the problem. They're suggesting it's acceptable and usually telling the parent that there's no solution. This is something that they go through as a little child. And after all, it's normal. You just have to put up with it, avoid it you know, distract, like I just said, or just manage it. In other words, you don't need to teach the child or train the child out of that behavior because it's normal. So watch for this word when referring to bad behavior. It's usually bad advice. Now, before I go on to some other points, I want to let you know that I'm going to start answering questions from parents on some of my podcasts and 
So we'll see how that goes. So if you have a question and you'd like me to answer it on the podcast, you can visit my website at mommyanswerlady.com and contact me with a question, or you can email me at holly at mommyanswerlady.com. You can also find a link there at, at my website to order the book, How to Train Your Child to Behave, and that's available on audiobook, ebook, or print. And if you're still struggling and you want a private consultation, you can schedule one there too. So the fourth thing to look for in parenting advice that uh, would mean it's bad parenting advice, basically, is that the answer puts the child's emotions above their behaviors. Now, we all know everyone has feelings, and if we don't acknowledge that, we're just foolish. Our feelings matter, and so do our child's. But just because we have feelings doesn't mean our response to those feelings is always acceptable. If the advice that a parenting, quote, expert is suggesting is that because a child feels a certain way, that therefore their bad behavior is okay, the advice that attends this is usually greatly flawed. A child needs to learn, just as we do, that emotions should not rule the day that they can control themselves and should do so. So if the advice talks about their feelings in a way that puts those feelings ahead of the idea that they need to be taught to behave through them, you can consider that a warning sign. That's kind of like when you're talking about feelings don't trump reality either. Feelings are not the most important thing and they should not be the center of your child's world. And so it's good to watch out for that when you're listening to parenting advice. The fifth one is allows the continuation of bad behavior. So if the advice does not show you a way to teach and train the child to stop the bad behavior in the long run, it isn't good advice. For example, giving space for temper tantrums. It doesn't stop the behavior in the future, does it? Or giving them a hug when they're showing signs of rebellion or disrespect. This is not teaching them how to behave properly, and therefore it allows the behavior to continue. So that would be uh, applicable to that number five. It allows the continuation of the bad behavior. The sixth one is suggests dishonesty. So if the parenting advisor is suggesting that you tell your child something that isn't true in order to manipulate them into compliance, this is definitely bad advice. For instance, if they suggest that you tell them Santa Claus won't bring them any presents if they don't behave, that is flat out lying to your child. (laughs) That is bad advice. You want them to behave because it's the right thing to do. You want them to be motivated from within themselves to do the right thing. So that's the way that you need to direct their mind. You don't want to direct their mind so that they, you know, don't get something that they're going to want unless they do this right thing. Um, So it's not only that it's dishonest to tell them that, it's also directing their mind in the wrong place. The seventh point about discerning bad parental advice is when that advice puts parental feelings ahead of the child's best interests. So when you read advice from a parent that's continually talking about their own parental feelings and how they allow their child to behave one way or another according to their own emotional needs, this is not someone to take advice from. For example, I read an article from a woman who suggested that her child should be able to sleep in her bed as long as he wanted, but all the reasoning was about her feelings as a mom, how it made her feel good to be a, quote, soulmate with her child. 
and how he would grow up and be gone someday, and then she cherished this time she had with him. Now, you know, that sounds really lovely, doesn't it? But what did it have to do with her child's best interests in the long run? Nothing. It was all about her and how it made her feel good. It wasn't considering him becoming overly dependent on her, about his need to learn self-reliance, or how it could possibly affect him and his relationships with others. So if you can discern that the advice is more about the parent's feelings than about the child's best interests, it would be best to seek advice elsewhere. Now, I hope these seven points help you to be able to discern good parenting advice from bad, at least to some degree. I also want you to know how much I really appreciate that you're here listening, and I really hope that I can help you be the most effective parent you can be. If you think this has been helpful to you, maybe it will be helpful to someone you know too. So please review this podcast if you are on a podcast server and give it a five star and share it with a friend. So until next time, moms, remember, you can do this.